podcast where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that make some natural hair products today's special guest we have the ceo of luscious kids please introduce yourself hi everybody i am sherlyn carby ceo and founder of luscious kids okay give us a little history about you okay your journey of being relaxed to natural or still relaxed or natural to natural. Tell us about your journey. So my journey actually started recently. I okay. I am originally from New York City and uh, my parents are Jamaican, so I'm Jamaican heritage, first generation okay. Jamaican. What so part of New York you're from? Queens. Queens from oh, Queens. I'm from yep. Nice. That's all right. Go ahead. That's all right. So I grew up with my natural hair and my mom using the press, press and iron, had my hair pressed. I've been through that journey when I was younger. And then I got the perm, right? So I went through years and years of perm and years and years of hair breakage and damage. And I did the protective styles. And I honestly was really at that time ashamed to wear my natural hair at that time when I was when I was younger I think because my hair was so thick and so natural and I was so used to being around friends who had perms and who Mm -hmm. had straight hair I think it was the culture that I was in and to to my mistake because I wish I would have embraced it at that time to my mistake it took me years to really get comfortable with weighing my hair in its own natural sense, um, natural state. And then I began to uh, wear a lot of protective styles. And then once I became an adult, I was like, you know what? Every time I do perms, it breaks. I said, I'm going to try this natural journey. And I did. And I did it for about a good year. And I realized that because our hair is so dry and brittle, especially those that fall into that 4C kinky coily, um, level, I realized that it took a lot of maintaining. So I would just try to maintain my hair as much as possible. And I found myself becoming a product junkie. And with that, I just got tired and I said, okay, I'm just going to go back to the perm. And the whole cycle started all over. And I said to myself, if I would have just stuck, stuck that out, I would have been good. So then fast forward a couple years after that, I decided to go natural and I actually did a Caesar cut. And what led me to do the Caesar cut is I was going through a transition in my life and I was starting to become bald. So I was Mm -hmm. losing hair in the middle of my head. And then I said, um, I'm trying to save all the hair around my around the crown and the crown is like completely gone. And I was like, it's time. It's time. And then I, I devoted myself to just truly grow my hair in the most healthiest way. And and that meant 
chopping it off, doing a big chop and just really taking good care of my hair, making sure that I was putting the right and necessary things that I needed to put into it. And I haven't turned back and I'm so happy. And it's and it's honestly, it's probably been about almost three years now. So I'm really, really happy about that. Did you go through the fa- the ugly stage? And I really hate this word, okay? The reason why I'm using it today because I want people to understand where people are coming from when they say the ugly stage because most people think that the ugly stage of their natural hair is bad and it's not. It's the learning stage. So we should just change the ugly stage to the learning stage. So Absolutely. I'm going to start it today. The learning stage. Did you feel uncomfortable with the learning stage of going back to your natural state of hair? I did. I did. And you know, and you know, even even that that is what we've heard that term ugly phase, right? We heard it so much that we that we we make it like a staple, like, yeah, you know, when your hair is short, that's what we that's what we always hear people say mm-hmm. is equivalent to short hair. The ugly phase. Oh, your hair is short. It's low. Once it grow back, it'll move to another phase. And I think for me, I always heard people say there's power in your hair. So if you mm-hmm. chop it off, it almost feels like you feel powerless. And I honestly had a glimpse of that when I chopped my hair. I was like, oh my gosh, it's finally gone. But you're so right. It is the learning phase. You learn about it, you know, you actually watch it, the foundation of it start growing back, you know, and starting all over afresh. And and I and I embraced it rather quickly after. After I got through that, I moved on. I was like, you know, I'm embracing this because you rock the hairstyle. The hairstyle doesn't rock you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's right. That is so right. Most people don't understand that. I mean, I've been through it myself. I went from relaxed back natural relaxed then back to my natural state of hair and I did not want to cut my hair off because I was long known for my long hair yes and I was like oh, I had to start all over so I I was the one that did the um I didn't do the big chop I just chopping little by little until I felt comfortable that's why I say it's a learning stage for everybody because during my learning stage of me cutting my hair I realized it's time to let it go right it's Absolutely. time to let it go stop holding on it's okay let it go and I let it go you see what I'm saying so that's why we got to get out the ugly stage and say the learning stage because that's where you get to learn your products that you use for your hair you get to know if this this particular item is breaking your skin out your scalp right you get to learn what styles you can rock because you know you can experiment like like crap on your hair when you have certain limbs (laughs) oh that's the best part of it that's why it's a learning stage so much and you start getting creative too with it, right? Yes. You start mixing, matching different products. Oh, this cocktail works with this and that. But like you yes. said, experimenting and that really, we really are scientists when we start off on this journey because at that moment, you don't know what works for you until you start trying it. And then you, you buy up so many different things because you want to see what works. And then once you narrow down what works for you, you have the perfect formula. And you, you know, your go-tos, you know, what not to use. And, you know, just because, and I've learned this as a founder of my own product, a product can be great, but it might not be great for your hair. And that's fine. It It doesn't make that product have less value because it didn't work in your hair. Because I always say our hair, like it's almost like DNA. Everybody's hair is different. No matter Mm -hmm. if we fall in the same category of type hair. You, what might work for you might not work for me. 
it really is like a custom made type of thing when it comes to like knowing which products to pick. So I totally agree with you. Definitely. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because most people do not know that because mm-hmm. everybody has certain levels to your hair mm-hmm. and with the different levels to our hair, the textures, the uh, hair types, there's so much yeah. science behind it that we all need to take time to read about the bottle. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Understand the ingredients. It's okay to Google it. Take a picture of it and say, oh, let me see what this is. Even if you don't buy it, right then there. Let me see what these items are. Okay. Let's see if it's conducive to my hair. Right. Because we can look at stuff on TV and we can look at a thousand pictures and just because it worked for them, like you like you stated, that does not mean it's going to work for me. Right. And another thing, people got to clarify their hair because people put stuff on top of stuff, on top of things on top of their hair that cause mm-hmm. their hair not to get the proper nutrients from that product because they didn't strip their hair from all the bad stuff that they had the dirt, yes. the product build up yep. and then give it a fresh start so anything that you do with your hair is called a fresh start let yes. me fresh start and then I'm going to try this product on my hair but let's yeah. go back to you okay I see that you worked in the legal and finance industry I did. Okay. Yes. For a lot of years. How was that dealing with going back to your natural state? Because, you know, some places require a certain type of uniform, a certain type of look. And they can't really say it because they can get in trouble behind it. But this is what they really want in order for you to get what you need. Right. So how was that for you? You know... The majority of the years that I was in the legal field, because the legal field is actually what came first right after, right out of college. That mm-hmm. was really the long stretch of me having the perm tear. And I would I worked for like high caliber law firm in Manhattan, Midtown, big corporation. And it did not have many African-American or minorities working at that time, the same as in the finance field. So a lot of times, even when I wore protective styles, because I rarely wore my hair naturally Mm -hmm. at that time, even wearing the protective styles, it had to be, it couldn't be like long or down. It had to be put up nice, neat in a bun because that's the, that's the type of culture that they Mm -hmm. set for those environments. And I think it's probably recently after I left those two jobs that you start seeing more natural hairstyles in the office. But while I was going there, no, that was very rare. And I remember there was a time during my pregnancy for my um, first child, I did wear my hair natural and I got, you know, a lot of comments, not necessarily compliments because, you know, like I said, it was not that many minorities in my office. So even the comments made it a little uncomfortable, you know, and at that time, I didn't have that full confidence of wearing my natural hair because I always had it in protective style or perm. So it took a while for me to embrace that knowing that you you are going to get these comments in these atmosphere because they're not used to that. But but one thing that I did know is that if I had any certain type of meetings, I had to meet clients and that sort of thing. I would make sure that, you know, I have to make sure my hair looks neat, my hair looks tidy, even if I wore it natural, because mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, the main um, things for these corporations is appearance. They're really big on appearance. They may not say it, but they are. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So as I'm, cause I'm going down the uh, meet the CEO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things that you said that you your daughter. Yes. Let's talk about her. Sure. So my daughter Ryan Schuyler, she's three years old now. When she was one, she had scalp psoriasis. And psoriasis is a skin condition that can be all over your body and it can also be in your scalp. And it's itchy, itchy patches, a lot mm-hmm. of scaling, and it's similar to eczema. But it, the difference between that and eczema is eczema, um, certain stuff triggers eczema. Mm-hmm. psoriasis is usually just always there all the time doesn't necessarily need a trigger so she started having a lot of patches and dry spots in her in her scalp and she started losing a lot of hair and at that point I'm like I, and I'm being all transparent I felt a little bit insecure like I have a little girl you know she she all her hair is going in the back of her mm-hmm. head and she has hair on top so I'm like you know I gotta go into mommy mode I gotta figure this out so I did my research and I started buying up a couple of things and I became a product junkie and I'm like two how did things. that make you feel I was, you know, I was going through this and then I had to buy multiple products mm-hmm. and it wasn't working how did you feel about this I was I was really upset and frustrated. So frustration is probably the main theme of the that whole experience because I'm wasting I'm wasting money, I'm wasting time, nothing's working. And then at that point I said, Sherlyn, why don't you just research what ingredients because when I looked at the bottles, I looked at the ingredients, some of these products have the similar ingredients. Why can't I just make that myself? My parents, they have a garden at the side of the house. I went. I went to the side of the house. I took my. I took my parents' rosemary. I took the thyme. I bought a few other things, and I created this product. And I let it. I, I put all the ingredients together in a mason jar, and I let it sit for one month. I wanted all the ingredients and vitamins that came from the plants to seep into the castor oil, the wheat germ, the safflower oil. And these are all all ingredients that I literally researched, and it said it helps regrow follicles. Right. Every ingredient that I put in there. And I made so much that I gave away to family and friends. And I literally just saw her hair grow back so fast within matters of weeks. And I said, why stop here? Because every trip that I made to the store and and this is about maybe three or four years, three years ago. Right. I noticed that the market is oversaturated with natural hair care products. But when it comes to specifically kids. Their shelf is very small. There's only a few, few brand names that have it. And usually that's the parent name of the adult version, you know? So I said, why not create a plant-based hair care system for, for parents to make wash day and everyday simple? And that was my whole thought of it because I did not find anything that was already on the shelf that was just simple enough for me to just purchase that set and just have it for my daughter. There was nothing. So I took it upon myself to create that. So I said, make sure, my my main thing was to make sure that it's formulated gentle enough for kids who have eczema, scalp psoriasis, cradle cap, all of these different 
conditions that cause the the younger babies and kids to lose hair. And even in my research, I saw that there was a lot of minorities, not just African-American, but in the Latino company, uh, Latino um, community that experience eczema. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have eczema, even into adulthood. So that was um, my main my main focus, make sure that I was able to have something gentle enough for the children. And then also make sure that the ingredients would add hydration, moisture, and softness to their hair, because that's what brittle, thick, thirsty hair needs. And I'm glad you mentioned that because what most people don't realize is that, you know, the old saying back in the day where your parents, you know, I know my mom used to always say, leave your hair alone. Just use these simple things, these little five little things, and that's it. Leave your hair alone. Stop touching it. Keep your hands out of it. Stop putting all this other mess in it. You see yep. what I'm saying? And what we didn't realize is that our parents was right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of stuff that's made for adults, everyday use, it's not yeah. really good for children. And a lot of people want their kids' hair to be long, flowing, I guess coming out the womb. But they don't understand <laughs> that everybody is on a different timeline with their hair. Yes. yes. You see what I'm saying? So if your child doesn't come out with a lot of hair, don't slap everything under the sun in their hair to make it grow. Let it, leave it alone. Don't, no tension, no nothing. Let it breathe. And mm-hmm. by you making products that's sensitive to the church because you know back then growing up there wasn't a lot even when I had my kids there wasn't a lot of stuff that you could mm-hmm. shampoo your child's hair with or put in you know some of the stuff I was like dad I gotta use the stuff I put in my hair I gotta put in my child's yes. hair lord how I'm gonna do this and I put it in there and it's like okay you know you need to grow faster you're right grow? you know so it's not like you didn't have hair but like come on I'm with Rapunzel <laughs> you know I know what exactly you know, what you're talking about yep and, you and that's what I wanted. You don't realize that. You, you you don't realize that that everybody has a different timeline with they hear. Yes. That's and, one of the things. And and you know what I learned too, like even in the process of starting this business venture with Luscious Kids, I learned that the education behind it was so key. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I could have just dropped products and not explained anything, but like even on my Instagram, even on my website, I try to be as This episode was brought to you by Luscious Kids, where the company takes pride in utilizing island resources to create a plant-based, vegan, and natural hair care line. All of their ingredients are hand-selected to address dryness, brittleness, scalp conditions like cradle cap, scalp paralysis, and eczema that occurs in many children. Go check out LusciousKids.com so you can start your children on natural healthy hair journey starting from root to tip detailed as possible that's why i created a a hair porosity quiz on my website because it's important to know if you're low porosity or your high porosity because you need to know what you need you don't want to be spending money on a product that your hair doesn't need so I realized like even having discussions with moms because I like to connect with the moms and some dads that are on in my Instagram community and talk to them and I'm realizing that all of us are pretty much in the same you know Mm -hmm. same you know we some of our children 
they they have the eczema, they have scalp psoriasis, they're they're losing hair, they have patches and they're not knowing and they don't really understand what their child's um hair is. Like they, yep. they they're just kind of doing anything and they don't know how to use the products. And I said, mm-hmm. Wow, education really is important. So um I, I try my hardest to to really like enforce that and push it like you need to know what your child needs you can't just approach wash day and just throw any shampoo and any condition and too too much of one thing is a bad thing yes (laughs) like certain things because what you do is you break down and start crying like what am i doing wrong i know i'm taking the time out but then we realize we don't have the education behind it education knowledge is the power to key to growing natural healthy hair whether it's natural like whatever style you like that's the key knowledge but let's get back into your hair care brand tell everybody about it how it got started we already know what inspired you to create it but the whole process so the whole process goes back to um, November of 2020. That's when I said Ryan had, was experiencing scalp psoriasis. And I really just took a chance and said, you know what, let me find a chemist. Let me do all this research that I need to because I wanted to create a system. And I I made the attempt to just, just go out there. Like at the very beginning, I didn't, I didn't expect to start a business I just wanted to do it because it was a solution to the problem I was having with with Ryan and then it just led to me literally launching this business and I said you know what the feedback that I got from those that tried the product in the initial stage and before I even launched it was so great that I realized that there's a demand for for this product there's a demand for this brand line and to be on shelves, to be in beauty supply stores. I want to be the brand that is the go-to for the children specifically, especially the babies and the young ones and the teenagers, because they need something for themselves. They need options. And my my entire mission is to make, like I said, wash day and every day simple for parents, right? And um, the business, the, the idea of the business started in New York. I was in New York at that time. I moved to Virginia, um, December of 2020, and that is where I launched Luscious Kids. I launched it in Richmond, Virginia. So that's where we're located. That's where we launch. We are in beauty local beauty supply stores as well as beauty supply stores in Los Angeles. We're in a mall in Jersey as well as a mall in Atlanta, and we sell we sell online. So that is the story of Luscious Kids. Okay. So one of the things that I see that you have on your line is a starter kit. Please explain that to us. So the starter kit consists of six products. Mm -hmm. And these six products are supposed to take you from wash day to every day. So the shampoo, which is our Jill and Jackfruit hydrating shampoo. The The main ingredient is jackfruit. Jackfruit is one of the best fruits high in vitamin A. And vitamin A is great for moisture and great for regrowing follicles. So we also have a conditioner, Jill and Jackfruit conditioner. 
and a leave-in conditioner. So those are the three main ones for wash day. And like I always tell, tell the moms, every wash day, you don't necessarily have to use the shampoo because you can do a co-wash. So our conditioner usually is really great for a co-wash. And then we have a sea moss and papaya. We call it a hair yogurt. That's a leave-in conditioner. The starter kit also comes with two hair growth products, a hair growth spray, which the main ingredient is red clover extract. And that's really great for expedient growth of hair follicles. And our first product, which is the ring around the rosemary hair elixir, that is also in our starter kit. Talk, explain a little bit about that one, the rosemary. The, that, that and that's is, a cute name. A ring, <laughs> ring around, around the rosemary. The rosemary. So, <laughs> So going back to the story that I told you when I went into uh-huh. my parents' garden, that is mm-hmm. the oil. The, the rosemary, thyme, castor oil, wheat germ. We have ginger root in there, cayenne, cinnamon. A lot of ingredients that are that that sit in the three oils for four weeks, and then I strain it, and then I bottle it, and then I ship it out. Why did you call it um around the? Ring around the rosemary. Yeah, ring around the rosemary. Excuse me. (laughs) I think when I first started out, I was like, let me think of some nursery rhymes. So like Jill and Jack fruit, Mm -hmm. Jack and Jill, right? So I was just trying to get some cute names. Yeah, some cute names with the products. And I was like, no, let me see if anybody's using ring around the rosemary because that's catchy. It is. Yeah. And nobody was. I was like, yes, that's going to be the name. I just wanted something to stand out because, you know, you you see hair elixir, hair serum, like you see all of the same names all the time. I said, I need something that's going to stand out. And Ring Around the Rosemary actually our best-selling product, which is actually our first product, the, the Ring Around the Rosemary. And it's very catchy because it's a nursery rhyme. Remind you of the nursery rhyme automatically. Boom. Yeah. And it puts <laughs> things into kids' head. Oh, mommy, can I get this? And the first yep. thing they think of is the song but then they realize well they won't realize right then and there but the parent realize it no that's something different but since she think it's that we're gonna grab that come on that's it that's great marketing skills thank you so much thank you so much and that and honestly that's what came to me because i was like rosemary rosie i said oh there it goes that's it simple as that okay you got the hair growth duel yes let's talk about that So the hair growth duo is a combination of the two hair growth products, the spray and the oil. And both products work together good, but they're also bossed by themselves. And I wanted, I wanted to create a bundle for those because some people, they just want to focus on hair growth. You know, Mm -hmm. even though hair growth, it's wonderful and it's great. It's not everything, but majority of the natural community, that's, that's the one word you'll find in the search terms, hair growth, how you grow your hair, how you grow your hair. So I wanted to create like a little mini system where you can use your oil, you can use your spray. And honestly, you can use it every other day. Every day is up to the person. And I always tell, tell the the customers when you're putting anything on your scalp, you want to make sure that you're massaging your scalp. You want to mm-hmm. make sure that you're getting your your, your blood cells going and, and moving so that it can penetrate into your, your your scalp. That That's important. Just putting some drops on your scalp and it's going about your day is 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 just half of it, you know? So yes. there, there has to be some type of stimulation to, to, to make sure that 
everything is activated and it's getting all the nutrients that it needs to get inside your scalp. So that that duo was created specifically for those that wanted to focus on just hair growth, hair growth um, for their hair journey. Okay, here's another one under the sea moss. <laughs> yeah. like, wow, that's so cute. <laughs> yes. So under the sea moss collection, sea moss and agave collection is actually our newest collection, and mm-hmm. this actually brings me back to when I first launched the business I wanted to just do products that were that would make like the basic foundation make the hair healthy so the original products which are the pink and blue labels they're no styling products under the sea moss and agave collection are the styling products that I just dropped this summer so I wanted to make sure that let's let's get the foundation out of the way. Let's 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 treat the hair first and make sure the hair is healthy before we start jumping into styling, styling products because those mm-hmm. are the products that fly off the shelves. You know, the mousse, mm-hmm. the gels, the the puddings, all of that stuff yes. and no one's really getting the hair care. You, you know, they're not really taking care of their hair. They're just throwing anything on because they want curls to pop and to look all sort of way. And that's cool yes. and that's nice. But, you know, my focus was, okay, educate, educate people. Let's, let's do, let's get back to the foundation. And then once I started selling those, I said, okay, now it's time to do the styling products. So the styling products consist of four products and it's a mousse, a styling mousse, curl defining styling mousse, a hair jelly, which can be used by itself to, to define curls and also as a styling gel. You know, the, the the old school ponytail still in style, right? Yes, girl, you know? yes. <laughs> so um, I also have an edge control and uh, edge control paste, sea moss and marula oil. And that was important for me because I run through so many different edge controls from different people trying to find that right one. You know, one that doesn't dry my head out while I'm, you know, while I'm putting it on, it's not crusty and all of this. Yeah, and white flakes. Making, yeah, yes. I hated that. And um, so all of these products are handmade by me. I make them myself. I bottle it myself. So I'm, I, I, I work. I work hard um, creating these products and because I knew personally what I wanted it to be. And um, each of these products at the end of the day will bring hydration. It will bring moisture and it's going to help your hair grow. So like um, some of the ingredients include calendula, slippery elm. Um, another another good one is guava, passion mm-hmm. fruit, dragon fruit. A lot of the ingredients are Caribbean based because of my Jamaican heritage background. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to make sure that those island island um, ingredients are within the formula because there's just so much vitamins that come from these fruits and plants. I thank you. I thank you for incorporating your culture. Thank you. And explaining to us everything that's going into your products and how passionate you are about it because a lot of people they do make products and stuff and a lot of people have history in it and I believe you're the first person that incorporated your roots into their product make sure no I want you to understand my culture you're gonna know about my daughter but you're gonna know about my culture too oh thank you so much so that's powerful that's powerful you're giving the audience the consumers 
everything that they need to know about you. Yes. And I thank you for that because that's the goal of the show to get to know the person that makes your natural hair products. Because we could buy stuff off the shelf, but we don't know nothing about the people that make the products. Nothing. Absolutely right. It could be anybody. And you find out later because you know, you, you see the light. I did not know that person. Wait a minute. They're here texting nothing. What is going yeah. on? And then you Absolutely. find all this stuff and you be devastated because I never did that research. We got tons and tons of people out there that make natural hair products but you need to find the right one especially in this case for your children yes. you know children are our future and Absolutely. luscious kids this is what it is all about yes the future some of these ingredients what made you actually take the time out and say you know what I know it's part of my culture Mm-hmm. I know that these are great products because there's a lot of great products you can mix into it yeah why did you narrow it down to two of your favorite how did you do that narrow it down to these are the two that I'm gonna dip I'm gonna dip and dab in a lot of other products like no not other products correction other ingredients to put into my uh, formula but these are the main two that I know this is what I want to stand out from other products Definitely. How did you come about that? Okay, so definitely jackfruit is like my number one. I when I went into it, I said I want to do something different. I don't want to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. What ingredient has nobody really pushed in their products? And then I said, you know, let me look to see what are the common Caribbean ingredients. And I said, I've never heard of anybody putting jackfruit in the their products. I said, and I researched it, and that's when I said jackfruit is high in vitamin A. I said, aha, that was my aha moment. So I knew definitely that one. And I also knew sea moss. Irish moss is what we call it in, in Jamaica, but I knew sea moss. And sea moss actually has, the past couple of years, has been very popular, mm-hmm. um, not just health wise for your body, but a lot of people have been using it in beauty products, period, skin mm-hmm. and face, um, face and hair. So I knew sea moss was was another one so I would say sea moss but definitely jackfruit is my number one and I was it it was very imperative that I use that ingredient in my formulas okay so do you have anything special going on along the way with any other items you might add decide to add on for the children so I think I, I think in the future I definitely want to specifically narrow down to just baby products, mm-hmm. specifically for like newborns and infants, and okay. um, create create maybe a, like a foam shampoo for them and light conditioner. But until that time, I'm focused on our newest collection under the sea moss and mm-hmm. agave collection and our original products. From the tropical collection, yes. Okay. Well, I appreciate you, and I thank you for taking the time to educate us on your brand. Thank you so much. I appreciate I know, the time. I know a lot of people is going to be wondering, well, how can I get to her? No worries. She's about to tell you, <laughs> but I'm also going to have it on the link, so y'all going to be able to get to her. And please shop because at the end of the day. You have to take care of your children's hair. We can't just be putting anything in our children's hair and thinking that they're here as strong as ours. Because even though our all hair is weak, 
you know what I'm saying? We got to strengthen it ourselves. Children here is even more weak because their follicles are coming in, their hair is growing, and when they hear growing, it's going to break off easily if you put the wrong things in it. It's just like adults here, but it's more sensitive because their scalp is still forming. So you need the right products for your children. And Lester's Kids has got this for you. It has the products and you get to know so much oh. more. The website is www.lushuskids.com. L-U-S-H-U-S-K-I-D-S.com. Our Instagram is at Luscious Kids. And my personal Instagram is at Sherlyn Carby. And I also wanted to offer a promo code of 20% off to the listeners for you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Please give us the code so they the can code. have it. <laughs> yes, so the code is Kinky20. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Look now, 20% off. Come on now. Yep. We're stopping y'all, okay? She's giving you 20% off. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, we're trying yeah. to grow healthy here. Okay, for our children. But I do want to ask you this question. Okay, sure. As far as I know, a lot of adults use a lot of kids' brands too. I'm guilty. I do it too. I use a lot of kids' brands too from here. Sometimes I don't just go to adults. I go to the kids section too. <laughs> Is it okay for the adults to use it? Like you know, can adults use your brand too as well? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes, they can. I use my own hair care products. It is formulated for children, but it is safe on everybody's hair. As long as you got hair growing out your body. Yes, you can. I just want to make sure. Okay. (laughs) Because like Mm -hmm. I said, I shop. I'm a consumer myself. Okay. And I like if a product is good. I don't care if it's adults, kids. I don't don't care. I'm going to buy it. And I'm putting my children's hair as well as my own. Look, I definitely had to ask that question. But is there anything that you want to leave us with that we did not touch bases on? I felt like we covered everything and, and, and I'm so happy that we had a discussion. I want to thank you for having me on as a guest. And I I love to, to talk about natural hair education, where we're at in the community. I'm, I'm so all for it. I'm just about building the confidence in our young children and the generations to come so that they can boldly rock their hair uh, in its natural state in this society that we live in. Thank you. This is a game that I play with everybody before they go. Okay. And it's called which one has to go. I'm going to give you four items and you tell me which one has to go. Okay. You got to answer it now. Okay. okay. It's, it's, all right. So which one has to go? Coconut oil, grapeseed oil, olive oil, and carrot oil. Which one has to go? I would say coconut oil. Why? Coconut oil is is a good moisturizer, but sometimes it doesn't penetrate all the way down that when it needs to. It kind of just sits on the surface. So like even if you put it on your skin, it doesn't really seep through into the skin like other oils that are thinner that don't get solid at room temperature. Thank you, thank you. See? Education. Education is the key. She's gonna give y'all some tips. So when you use coconut oil, mix it with something else. Okay. Yeah. Mix it. 
Okay, don't use it just plain coconut oil. Mix it. Right. All right. Yeah. If you want mm-hmm. to penetrate through the hair follicles, thank That's you, right. thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you if so much. Anything you need, any products that you want us to review, come see us. Oh, absolutely. Right. I'm gonna take you up on that. <laughs> and thank you, everybody. Again, till next time. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that make your natural hair products. If this episode or any of our previous episodes add value to you, share. Because you never know who you are helping on their natural hair journey. And also subscribe, so that way you can stay in tune to all the latest hair care products, stylists, barbers, cosmetologists, the whole nine yards. So hit that subscribe and share button for me. Little girl with the press curl. AJ, I got a jerry curl. 13 and I got a relaxer. I was a source of so much laughter. At 15 when it all broke off. 18 and I went on natural. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. To become the woman that I am inside. Seven.